much is I gotta give a shoe now. I can't talk. We're waiting for the start. Sorry, gentlemen. It's doing this. Okay, now you sit down. Okay, seriously speaking, I'll bite side. This is being recorded. The pen is here. Pashas Nasai. The last Shabbos of before Shavuos. We'll be finishing Pirkei Aves, Perik Shishi Pirkei Aves. One second. Okay, no, we're not discussing anything. We're ready to start the shit. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> clown. Um... I have a, a uh, custom. Come around, man. Do you have a seat? Watch the wire. Take out the water from the freezer, please. I don't know. I'm trying to concentrate here. I can't concentrate on both. I'm in for 20 hours, so I can't even tell you that. Oh, it's a ice that's wonderful. So much for that idea. You gotta give me something. I'll give you something. Give me something, whatever you want to give me. Huh? Not fair, I can't concentrate. I really can't. Mashtavutzer, Mashtavutzer, you know? The, uh, I have a strange custom. When I go traveling, I try to ask people, tell me a story. And interestingly, 99% of the time, I'll find somebody that'll tell me a story of the devil. I had one, so I was flying from Etzestral to, uh, <coughs> from London to Etzestral. I got on the plane, I put up my hat, my kapat away, sitting in a regular yarmulke with nothing on it, nothing on it, right? <laughs> and um guy walks over and says, Is it all about it? I said, Yeah. Stop it. Okay. Drink water. Okay. And um, and each guy came over. Sorry, everybody. Each Thank one. You. Thank you. Thank nice. you. Thank you. Each one had something to tell to, to tell me. You got to talk to me. I'm on the barbecue. They got to talk to me. I love it. And this went on one after the other after the other. And it turned out. It said, "Okay, when the plane takes off, when the plane takes off, they have right away. You know how it goes. The Jews, as soon as they get, a, as soon as the seatbelt sign goes off, you hear one big click. Everybody's seatbelt goes off, and they jump up. It's incredible. The only, yeah, it's amazing because the planes take off late always because the Jews can't get in their seats. You got the stewardess screaming, "Here, please get in your seats so we can take off." It's amazing. It's a lot of flights. Um, so the um, each guy 
This guy was a Vizhnitzer, this guy was a Bobber, this guy was a Belzer, from all over, from Europe, from, from, from uh, Belgium, and from here, from there, every one of them had a separate story, a personal story they had with the Rebbe. Just amazing. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know those stories. I don't remember those. It was a long time ago. Those stories I'm not telling you. I'll tell you a story from this Shabbos. I was sitting, I was in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and um, I was asked to speak, believe it or not. They caught me off guard. I had almost nothing to say. And um, I told the story of the Rebbe. I've told many times of the dollars. The Rebbe gave out dollars. The guy went for dollars and he. Um, he didn't have any children and he got divorced. And uh, they found out that his wife was pregnant. He wanted to remarry her, but he was a Kayan. He came for a dollar. The Rebbe told him to go talk to his mother. He found out he was adopted. So I told this story. Why? I don't know. It hit my, hit my, my uh, kidney. I told this story, and someone came over to me afterwards and said, Rabbi, I have to introduce you to somebody. And he takes me across the whole hall. There's an elderly couple sitting there. And he says to him, Dave, I think his name was Dave, tell the rabbi the story. So right away, Dave says, refers to his wife. She'll tell you the story. I said, listen, I'm here without my wife. It's not sneeze for listen stories from ladies. You tell me the story. She told me as follows. His son and daughter-in-law were married many years and they were not blessed with children. Who's Kizidot? I just don't want these people to leave Kizidot. They need Yerushas from them. They were not blessed with children. You know this is going on since 4.30. It's the second time we're sitting for them. Last time was also five hours. Um, yeah, there were many years, they didn't have any children, they were flying to Costa Rica on vacation. They're going to Costa Rica on vacation, and on the plane, she ended, she found herself sitting next to a from lady, who ultimately was a Lubavitcher. She's sitting next to the lady, and they talk. You know, the Babich women are very friendly. I found that out. They can be very nice even sometimes. Um, oh, it's not true. It's, yeah, it's such an old thing. It happened once many years ago. Anyway. It was in the first place. <laughs> what? I mean, Pikitsa. She's sitting next to this Babaj woman, and the Babaj woman strikes up a conversation, they're talking, how, how, how old are you married? You married 10 years? Oh, wonderful, how many children you have? And that became the sore point. Because she never didn't have any. So she was, oh no, I'm so sad, I'm so sorry to hear this, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. She says, oh, you have to come see the Babaj so The lady said, I have nothing with the I have nothing, from, I'm not really, barely religious. Going to see all about Shabbos, and apparently she had her cornered for quite a while, and she coerced her number out of her, her phone number, and she said, "When we get back to the states, I'm going to arrange for you to go into the Bavit Shabbos, and you're going to go right in. You're not going to have to wait." And Kachav, short while later, she called her, 
And she would manage, this woman managed to get her to the Rebbe with her husband without any waiting. And they told the Rebbe their situation, that they want a blessing for children. And I don't know if there was an actual conversation that between them, or just that was pretty much the whole thing. And the Rebbe gave her a bracha and gave her two dollars, and gave him a bracha and gave him two dollars. So a year later, Baruch Hashem, as you might figure out, they had twins. Yeah. What we don't figure out is, a year, is two years later, they have another set of twins. Wow. Because he gave two dollars to him and two dollars to her. So they had two sets of twins, Baruch Hashem. The first set of twins, boy, and the second girl? I don't know. But the, the older ones are like 17 years old already. So, uh, just right off the record, I said, okay, thank you. It was almost worth coming to Scranton. <laughs> <coughs> then another fellow told me a story of Reb Motel Berkowitz, Sheikhet, who was ultimately for many, many years in Scranton, the Sheikhet. He used to travel back and forth every week. He used to go in the beginning of the week, stay there for the week, and come back for Shabbos. Now he lives in Florida. He's also our Shliach Tzibur in 770 for many, many years. Rashani and Kippah. So Motel went to Shech somewhere, gases, animals, not chicken. Ultimately, he ended up in chicken. He went to Shech, he went to Shech, the, the gases, and they had a very interesting custom there that after the Shechita, they were supposed to cut open the belly, and the Shechita has to reach inside and do what's called Berikas Pnim, which is a very interesting thing. They have to check certain serches and whatever else that. Whatever they check when they go inside. Now, uh, just for the record, it's one of the things that don't don't try at home <laughs> because it's extremely hot inside the belly of the, of the animal. I mean, what's your degrees in your body? Ninety eight point five, ninety eight point six. An animal's even hotter than that. You're reaching into the belly of a freshly slaughtered animal that hasn't cooled down yet. It's well over hundred degrees in there. And you put, you got to put your hand in there, and you got to go pretty much almost to your elbow. And oh no, what happened now? Is this guy still online? I don't even know. Let me see. Because it went off in the middle of the thing. Anyway. He so instead of cutting it open with a knife, they took a uh, saw, a, a, a circular saw, and they cut it up, which is not allowed according to Ashgachah. Cut it with a circular saw. He says, you can't do this. You have to discreet it. You can't cut it. It has to be cut with a knife. So um, he voiced his opinion. And they said, we have no choice. We have no choice. So he went, came back to New York, and um, he wrote to the Rebbe. He wrote to the Rebbe that he went to the Shlachtes, and everything, this is their procedure, and they wrote, they, and then they have no choice. So the Rebbe circled what he wrote, and then made a line to the side of the page, I wrote, But you have a choice.
But you have a choice. So he quit. He didn't go back there. Never had no, there was no curveballs here. This is what you have to do, this is what you have to do. Pasha's Nasai is very famous. If for nothing else, you turn to the end of Pasha's Nasai and we look at the last page and it has 176 psukim, which ultimately makes it the longest Pasha in Tehra. It also has seven mitzvahs hasei and eleven mitzvahs leisasei. Which is also very interesting. Amongst the mitzvahs leisasei, which brings it to Sphere Saimer, is the mitzvah of Satan. And as you know, because we've been doing throughout um, Sphere, we did a little piece on Sechta Saita. See, it's doing something strange now with the Skype. I think he lost connection. No, he's back. Okay. Oh, that's why he's back. Uh, that wasn't lost connection. He decided to put his face on. Hi, guy. Where's my flower? Tell your sister I'm waiting for a flower. And Msechta Seita, and this week's Parsha, of course, we know that Seita is a very prominent Parsha in the Seita, in the, in the Parsha. And we have the whole story of what happened with the Seita. But Rashi says something on which a basis of the shittas of the Rebbe Rashab is built. The Rebbe Rashab wrote the Sefer Kuntr Semayim Beis Hashem which is a hemshach of Maimorim and the basis in which the Rebbe Rashab starts Kuntr Semayim is of the famous line Eina Adam Chaita Ad Shenichnas Beiruach Shtus person does not sin until folly enters his mind, stupidity. Why? Because in essence, Yaakov Chevel Nachalasai, God is connected to the Jew through a rope, and each time God forbid a person sins, he severs another strand. And by severing a strand, the person doesn't want to know that. The person doesn't want to try such a thing. Why would a person even dream of severing a strand between himself and his, and his Creator? So therefore, the person doesn't do a sin unless this goes into his mind. Rashi brings down over here by the Seita. Why is it called Seita? What is the concept of Seita? Kisiste Ish. Ish 
No, there's something wrong with me. Okay, we're not finding the Rashi that we're looking for. The Rashi that we're looking for ultimately says that that the quote that Rashi brings down, we have to remember where it's from. But Rashi says something very interesting, which is not Pshut HaShemikra. But the Nechama HaShemikra has the question, and the Nechama HaShemikra is very disturbed by this. Ein muktum There's no earlier and later in the Tera. Tera doesn't have a chronological system. So you didn't answer that phone. Get you on the other one. Um... Many things happen chronologically in the, te- that in the Tera that don't fit chronologically. That this, could have, this should have been written much before or much after. And the Tera has a klal ein muktum There's no earlier or later. Wherever it's situated in the Tera, there's a good reason for it, and that's why it's there. So the Tera here talks about a person not giving proper truma, not giving proper tithe, and then the Torah starts to talk about Kisiste Yishtay. After Kisiste Yishtay, the Torah continues talking about the Nazir, the Nazirite. What is the actual sequence that goes on here? Rashi tells us right away. Ishish Kisiste Yishtay, Rashi says. Why is this brought down? Maxiv. There's my flower? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I miss it. Maxiv the Maidam in the Indian, Vaishis Kadesh of the EU. Imatama Akiv Matnas Kahanim, Chayesh the Stadak Love Etzlay, the Hobby Lay Sasaita. If God forbid you don't give the proper what you have to give to the Kahanim, that ultimately you're going to have to come around. What goes around comes around. You're going to have to bring around ultimately a garden with the Isha Seita. How, how, how does the Mechom Mishamikra swallow this? And then the Taylor goes on and gets even more severe and says that immediately after Seita comes Nazir. What is, Seita, what is Nazir connected to Seita? So again Rashi has pity on the Mechamesh the Mikra and says, Lama Nismacha Pashas Nazir the Pasha Seita, Lama the Hashakarea Seita, Bekilkula Yazir Atzmi Minayayim. Whoever sees a Seita in her Kilkula has to refrain from wine. Wow. How, in other words, in other words, by somebody not giving proper truma to the Kayim. I hope not. I wouldn't know. It's got legs to it. Right. They have usually legs. Show it to him. That is a leg. It does have legs. Show it to him. It better not be. You still have that thing on your face. Who's watching you? What thing? By not giving truma, by not giving proper rights to the Kayan, the person is going to come into Seita, and by Seita, 
it will cause a nausea. So look at the ripple effect that's going on from an Aveda. So ultimately, aside from the fact of Yaakov Chevel Achlosei, aside from the fact of severing, God forbid, the rope that's connecting you and God, the ripple effect that we see directly from here. He sees that if a person doesn't give the maestres, then it turns into a story of a seita. If a person has a story of a seita, this could bring about the person is going to end up having a nazir. How severe are these things? The Mishnah tells us, the first Mishnah, Mishnah is, is Mishnah is Brachas. And the first Mishnah, Brachas, Me'emesai, Kedun Neshema Ba'arvis. When does a person read Krishna of the evening? When the Kahanim go in to eat from that Truma. How random. What does my Krishna have to do with that Truma? And even more so, look how that Truma is so effective. It's such a, a, a crucial idea, such a crucial mitzvah that it brings about, God forbid, such a severe thing as Satan. The person, Amos HaKetan Shema Ba'aris, what is Krishna all about? We discussed once the, the, the Maime, Tzenderena, which is the Maime, of course, in Shavuos, the Tav Shemches. Say from Maram Tav Shemches, Tfidik Rebbe, which is the Pasuk which refers to Matan Teda, where the Jews came together to get the Teda on the Hasinai. And the Rebbe gives us pretty much what should be your intentions when you say the Pasuk Shema Yisrael. Now, the truth is, throughout davening, throughout our prayers, there are what's called Kavanas. A kavana that you have to have, the thought about this, the thought about that. You have to have certain kavanas. Some things are easy. Refeinu Hashem Obviously you have in mind the people that need refuah. And we always unfortunately know somebody that needs a refuah shleima. Which we said incidentally today and tomorrow night's trip to the aisle for the women. 7.30 we are meeting with a group of women in the aisle for Rishchidosh Sivan, Erev Rishchidosh. So anyone whose wives would like to meet us, or daughters, um, we'll be there at 7.30. The rabbi uh, says a few words, and then we write a pan together, and then we usually write a pan Kloli for Fushleimus, and everybody signs the pan. And that goes to the rabbi. So, um, Anyone earshot that hears about this, um, please see to it that tomorrow night you get whoever women or girls that can get themselves to the aisle by 7.30. It's a very, very important power of prayer, especially the women on Arab Eshchedesh, which we'll discuss there tomorrow. That's a shame. The Kavanas of Shema Yisrael. The Rebbe says that Shema Yisrael, the first time was said, was by Matan Teir. 
So the Jews got the Torah. Hashem said, Shema Yisrael, hear Jews, Anechi, Hashem Elekech, I am God your God. And the Jews answered, Hashem Elekech, God is our God. Then God says, the second of the Aseret Sedibis, Le'yi not have any other gods. And the Jews answered, Hashem Echot. Then the Rebbe continues, what do you have to have in mind with the word Echot? Another man also call Amarech. Something is happening. Who's playing around with the internet? Call Amarech Be'echot, Merichim Le'yomav Shneisav. Anyone that says Echot longer, anyone that extends the word of Echot when they say Shema, has longevity, is blessed with longevity. Anyone who doesn't know what longevity is is in trouble because you obviously don't get a text from me on Friday. Right <laughs> um, <laughs> now, everybody has looked it up. Echad, um, we say Aleph, we have in mind Alufi, Echad is the one God in heaven. Ches is the seven heavens and the earth, which is eight. And Dalid is the four sides, the four directions, north, east, south, and west. Did someone not go? No, they did go. Okay. Just going somewhere. Um... And this is a person has to have in mind, and if those who watch a video of the Rebbe saying Krishna or us have saw it live, when the Rebbe would say it, the Rebbe would say the word Echad, the Rebbe would move his head in all directions, having in mind that God is in every direction of the seven heavens in the world. Fresca is not bad, we eat it for supper, it's just horrific. Anyway. <laughs> I just didn't have a minute today. So, in essence, what does Shema ultimately do for us? If we're hearing that we're saying Shema Yisrael is connecting directly with when God gave us the Ten Commandments, or even more so, another another opinion is the first time Shema Yisrael was said was Yaakov Avinu on his deathbed was very concerned. Because he knew that his kids had a little bit rift between them. And he was concerned that he would die and the war would break out. All H would break loose. So he called him to his bedside and he was also concerned, Ezra, what are you eating? (laughs) Strawberries? So he was concerned that they would they would go astray from the path of God. So he calls them together and tells them they have to follow his proper way. They answer him, Shema Yisrael, listen, Yisrael, our Father, Hashem, the God you're talking about, Elokeinu is our God, Hashem Echad, He is one. For me, well, no, no. Yeah. Told you. The magic hands. Hashem is one. So, uh, even according to that opinion, the entire concept of Kriya Shema 
is what's called Kabbalat Ol Malchut Shemayim. Accepting the yoke of heaven. That is the, the, the depth of how deep the whole idea of Shema Yisrael is. What was the Kayan's livelihood? According to the Taylor, the land was divided up. And every Shevet got a part of land of the Holy Land of Israel. Reuben and God and Chati Shevet Menashe took on the other side of the Yardin. They liked the real estate there. But in base, in, in essence, everybody got Yerusha. Everybody got a Yerusha, except for the Shevet Levi. Because Shevet Levi was told, Hashem Hu Nachalato. God is your inheritance. Yeah. We once said it by a shir, actually, the beautiful Balaturim, that asks, Tachlis, you want to say that God's blessings is their Yerusha? That God's uh, thoughts. What do you mean? God is the Yerusha. I mean, God is everybody. Where's God become the Yerusha of Shevet Levi? This is how Levian, for those who are very quick in Gematria, is 91. 91. Make sense? If uh, Lamed is 30 and Mem is 40 or 70. 80. 80. 11, 11, 12. Hallelujah. No, one year. Let's see if it's one year. Hey is five. Lamed is 35. Vav is 41. Yud is 51. And Mem is 91. Like I said, Hallelujah is Gematria 91. The name of God is Yud Kevavke, which is 26, we all know. And Aleph Dalet Nun Yud, which is Adnai. Comes out, uh, Adnai is how much? Aladal Nunyud is uh, 5 is 65. 65 and 26. 91. 65 and 26 is 91. Halavim, Hashem, Hulanach, So the essence of God is within the Halavim. So therefore, that is their inheritance. So the problem here is, though, they didn't have what to live off. Godliness is a beautiful thing. Spirituality is great, but it don't pay the bills. I mean, you know, Khan Edison wants to come take out your meter, and you call them up and say, I'm sending you four doses of godliness. <laughs> your meter is gone, yes. Be very holy meter, but it's going. Um how did they survive? They survived from Truma and Mises. When the person came to the Beis Hamikdash, they would give Truma to the Kohanim. So, in essence, the whole idea of Truma was to support the Kohanim. They had no other form of support. So if they had no other form of support, then you cannot go say Shema Yisrael you cannot go and accept the yoke of heaven before you look after your fellow Jew, the Kohen. And that is therefore, because that was your whole essence. 
That's your whole mitzvah. The only way you can say Shema is by them eating Truma. Ba'yem. If you neglected to do so, then you're throwing off the whole Kabbalah sale. It's a one big Prika sale, as it's called. And through a Prika sale, you're a sister Ishte. What sister Ishte? Who's Isha? We're coming out to Shavuot. Shavuot is man not teresenu. Yem chasunasa is the The day of the wedding is what matan was all about. When God marries the Jews. There was a marriage in which they entered. So the marriage in which they entered now, you're being sister Ishte. You're sinning to your husband. Because you're turning away the whole fundamental of Kabbalah sale. And therefore goes into Sister Yishti. Now let's get the smetne. The real juicy stuff. When the Rebbe explains something, Rashi, Pasuk, the Rebbe explains Pshut Shemikra, sometimes the Rebbe will take a Rashi that quotes somebody and the Rebbe actually explains the Emrei. Emrei B'Shem Emrei. The Mishnah Pekiyavis, Aime B'Shem Emre, Mevi Gulu Le'elam. It's actually this week's Perek Shishi. And the Raya, so you see we're already tying in right away, okay, so we don't have to open the Pekiyavis even. The Raya Pekiyavis says, Aime B'Shem Emre, Mevi Gulu Le'elam, is from Esther Mardachai. Because an Esther Amalka goes to tell Achashverish about what happened with Bixel and Seresh, he asked, who did it? Who said it? Who told you? So she told him the name of Mordechai, which is Aimeh B'Shem Aimeh, and that ultimately bring about bring about the whole Gula. That the whole story evolves in Ayelahu. So therefore, the person, and then the next part of the Rashi, the Rebbe explains always, if one Rebbe goes very deeply into Rashi, is the Yena Shaltera. Yayin, according to Kabbalah according to Zeya, according to Chassidus, is the, the deepest part of, of understanding, the deepest part of learning. It's called the Yenish Altera. What does the person have to refrain from? Yayin. The Nazir has to refrain from Yayin. So he's told the first things first, you, you saw Seita, or you experienced Kulkala, it says the whole, it doesn't say the Lushan of the Misa, of the death. It talks about the Kilkula. What was the Kilkula? I mean, let's, for those who are in the dark, the woman was hanging around with a man. The married woman hanging around with a different man. And in front of witnesses, her husband warned her, I just want to see her with, her with him again. And she still managed to wander off together with this man and went to a private area with this man. The husband now suspects her of cheating, shall we say in simple English. So Taylor has a very interesting method. There's a mixture, a potion that gets mixed. Part of this potion is they take, say, for Taylor, and they scrape off letters 
and the ink that comes off is into this potion as well. And part of the letters that are taken off, one of the amongst them is God's name. And God says for Shalom Bayis, I am willing to have my name erased. There should be peace between husband and wife. And God even said that He even lied. There should be domestic peace. When Sarah left and said, How could Avram of you know, have any children? He's so old. God comes to Avram and says, Why is your wife laughing, saying that she's too old to have children if I said she's going to have? Hayapoli, is anything that I can hold that holds back from me? So, but that's not what she said. She said that Avram was too old. She didn't say she was too old. From the first from safe, and here we learn that you're allowed to tell a little white lie to keep peace between a husband and wife. Unlike all those people that go out there and try to cause problems between husband and wife. Um, last night I gave a shir for Hassanim, and I told him that generally the shir is Ashkafa. How to how to behave at home, there's no real halacha in the shir. And um, usually when I give a shir, they hear about the latest Shalom Bayez problems that I've been discussing, the latest couple's problems. Which, because I, my shita is, not my shita actually, the Vashemtav says, if we hear and see something, we have to know how to use that with in our Avedah Sashem, our service to God. So if I unfortunately hear these miserable stories between couples, I say I have to use it for something. Usually what I do is teach Tachsanim. And some of those stories are very, very miserable. So here the Tate is telling us the following sequence. Refrain from giving Truma. You're obliterating the whole concept of Avas Yisrael. Because it's the truest level of Avas Yisrael. The fellow has no other way of sustaining himself except for the Truma that you're going to give him. So by wiping this out and by cutting yourself off, you're coming to Siste Ishtay. If you reach the level, so what happens? The woman gets this potion, and then she has to swear, and then she drinks the potion. If she indeed sinned, what it tells us, she blows up, like in the movies. She explodes. <laughs> she starts to expand, and she explodes. If she is not, she's not guilty. She's innocent. God blesses her with a child. Huh? Yes, so there's no pain, a no pain delivery, painless delivery. So this is therefore we find right away the connection within the parsha. The Shabbos Nosei is we see immediately also why Shabbos Nosei is read before Shavuos, connecting us also with Shavuos. There was a beautiful sikh I wanted to talk about on Tashinir Aleph, which. I had to look over a second time to say it. Leibish, can you give me a touch in your olive? It's on top of the right side. No, on top, on top of that. All the way on the right. Look at the touch in your olive. It says on the year. Probably base. Base, base. Is that the two in touch in your Who won? Are you in Skalawa? Uh, I need the next chalik. 
Just go film this. I can find it without my glasses, that's what I can see. Now let's see if this is in essence to be a little The bracha that the Friedrich Rebbe used to give before Shavuos to everybody should be Kabbalah Satayra B'Simcha B'Pimiyas. The Rebbe spoke in the Sikha here on, on Shchedish Sivan actually. I guess I'll just talk about this tomorrow already and leave this, leave this for the ladies. Makes more sense. But the Rebbe ultimately writes a telegram before Shuas. He writes, sends out to Olanash, Limsel Anash, Birchas Kabola Satera, the Simcha of Primius, Betach Yarchu, his father's Chasidus. And you definitely have it for bringing this crucial way. And this is the Rebbe used to send out telegrams to everybody. And we're going to leave that Sikha, I guess, because it's a little bit more involved than I thought it was. It's going to take more just looking it over. Um, Pashas Nasser is also famous for Birch's Kahanan. The Brach, the Brach of Yerechla, Hashem Yishmerechla, and all this in Pashas Nasser. Pasik says, Kate Savarachu is Bnei Yisrael. Koi has been used many times. Kate Savarachu here in this case, in Barachu. Koi Yezarachu by Avram Avinu. God bless him. That so should, so will be your children. Avram going to the Akeda tells the servants, "Go home, stay here, Vanivana Nelcha at Koi." David says, "Koi same the base Yaakov." So we see that David uses the word Koi by all three of us: by Avram, Yitzchak, and by Yaakov. By Avram. Is the concept of Avas Yisrael. By Yitzchak was Kichech Veshemayim Lerev, and stars from far and from close do how they look and how you see them. But ultimately, it comes out to the Messias Nefesh of our forefathers, which was the Akeda itself. I just want to say a short word on Seita. Which I'm going to do randomly because I did not look over anything for this either. As you may have noticed, this. Uh, we're, way, we're turning towards the end of the sectary, the Lamids. So we'll find them. Um, Point that be interesting to, to, to give it to That's going to be harder than it would be also. Masculine of Nachman by Yitzchak. Nachman Yitzchak asked the question Katel Desam Bi'inan. They had to go in order of the way they were born. 
And I call it Teda Kula. But the whole Teda says, Binyamin, this is Binyamin, Vahach Binyamin Shalim. Sorry, Binyamin, something's, Binyamin is written with two yuds and something's written with one word, with one yud. Kidichsilak says, Vahav Karale Binyamin, God called, his father called him Binyamin, Amar Vakon Arahuna, Bizna, Amar Shimon, Chasida Yasef, Shikidishim Shemayim, that Yasef was a chasm because he was sanctified the name of God, the Sayyid. The seafall of Ace, Mishmei, Shakash Baruch They added him a letter from God's name, which I guess was the vote. And Yehuda, Shikidishim Shemayim, Bim Fahesia, Nikre Kuli Al Shmei Shakash Baruch Oh, wait, we didn't say what Yasef. And Yehuda got his whole name, all letters, Yud, Hey, Dalit, Vav, and Hey, are all in names of God. In, in God's, all these letters are used in God's name. Yasef, my he, what happened by Yasef? The Chassidim says, Okay, the story where Yasef, with Ashes Petifar, how he is Mekadashim Shemayim. And the Taylor brings down, therefore, the Mishnah, the Gemara brings down, how each person, because they're Mekadashim Shemayim, they weren't just rewarded randomly, but they were rewarded within their name, as the name is the essence of the person, and therefore their entire essence was changed because of the reward that they received for their behavior. It's exempt. The Rebbe talks to this in Pasha, just one interesting point that the Nasim, each one had to present two wagons of gifts. What was wrong if each one brought one? They said that there was two, both wagons were full. Why are both wagons full? To teach us that there's no such thing as empty. Everything has to always be utilized. You have to utilize every inch of space. You have inch of space, you have to use utilize everything. And the same thing every hour and every minute of a day. A person cannot say, I have 24 hours, I'll utilize 7, and the rest will going to, whatever, sera sera. person has to utilize every single hour of the day, all 24 hours, and be able to sit down and write a diary every day, a yaman, saying how he spent every hour of his 24 hours. And this is a, how a person prepares for Kabbalah Satayra B'Simcha B'Primius, where a person is happy and satisfied that I've done and accomplished what I had to accomplish, and that's why we look forward to this Shabbos of Nasa Yisraish, the lifting up of the heads of the Jews, where the Jews be able to rise up and be able to point to Zag Keli V'Anveyu, and be able to be led out of Golis this very Shabbos and the Shavuos. And as to sell, we'll only have one day, I guess. So we'll have to eat all the cheesecake on one day. How terrible. We didn't discuss milk, we didn't discuss anything today. Sorry.